Hello, and welcome once again to Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host. Now, this time around, I'm going to essentially give you a pep talk. Not that you asked for one, but something dawned on me lately, and it felt shareworthy. Sometimes kids in positive environments are told that if they just set their mind to it, they can do it. They can do anything. Now, skeptics and realists immediately will jump in and say, you know, oh, really? Can the kid fly? You know, can they will themselves to do impossible things? Of course not. Human beings are still human beings. So to the ones that will question this line of thinking along those lines, let's just get you out of the way first. Of course they can't. We all have limitations some more than others based on all kinds of reasons and circumstances. So if you're looking to shoot down the positive message of this episode, number one, we have that covered. You win. Humans can't do anything. Congratulations. And number two, shame on you. This episode is taking the high road. How often when we decide to do something, we just do it. If the confidence is there and the drive, it can happen. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use my personal experience to help prove that this point is reasonable. I got to say this, though. When I share this stuff, it's not bragging. I promise you, I am my own worst critic, and I don't think I'm anything special. What I simply want to do is just make the point that you aren't as limited as you may think that you are. When I was a young kid, music was my universe. I wanted to hear it. I wanted to play it. I wanted to be it. So around age 14, I decided I was a musician. Mind you, not that I was going to become a musician, but that I was one already without knowing how to play anything. I told myself I was. I told others that I was. Believing that I honestly was, I started writing lyrics and rudimentary piano parts. I bought a bass at age 15 and then decided I was a bass player. And at age 15, I also had access to someone's drum set and decided that I was a drummer. Now, do I have a musical family? Yes. Was there a piano in the house since my birth? Yes. There were two of them, actually. Do I have a degree of natural ability and rhythm and an ear for music? Honestly, yes. But I didn't know how to do anything. I just wanted it so bad that I forced it to happen with the tools and the time that I had at the time. Later, I got an acoustic guitar, and that sort of happened too. My point is this. When you believe you are a musician and you tell people that you are, they have no reason to not think that you are. And you just keep solidifying it both to yourself and to them. 
in kind of a serious kind of a joking way i was kind of like a one man the monkeys <laughs> in the monkeys four guys got hired to act like a band for television two out of four of them were not musicians but when push came to shove they pulled it together and even went on tour my musical journey was similar to this let's go forward later i decided that i really wanted to be a music journalist i just loved journalism and reading about music trivia and music everything i had no formal education but i just loved to write and i was passionate about music documentaries and biographies and musical period pieces and i wanted in so one morning i woke up honest to god and just decided you know what i'm a music journalist I believed I was one before I had, I had ever written anything. So I created a website. And then I went online and found a way to contact agents and artists directly, telling them that I was a music journalist. I had a regular blog they could refer to at that point. First, I invited agents, artists, and the music and entertainment world to the website directly. By the time we were up and running, we had verbal and written endorsements and kind words from a huge group of people internationally. Here's a list of some of these in part. We had the founder of the Motown Alumni Association, uh, music consultants at Warner Brothers Entertainment, uh, Rock and Roll Artifacts International in Geneva, Switzerland, uh, the editor-at-large at Relics Magazine, past contributors to Rolling Stone Online, BAM, uh, Cream Magazine, the president and the founder of Max's Kansas City Project in New York, people from the Huffington Post in the UK, Global Village Music in London, the Rock Hard Radio Network, West City Records in Memphis, and Vinyl Records UK. And the list just kept growing and growing and growing. Then the interviews started happening one after the other once making friendly contact with either the artist or the management all over the internet they just started rolling in the more that came the more legitimate it became the more legitimate it all felt i remember one particular artist just to check up on me looked at the other artists that i had already interviewed and gave me enough credibility based on that for them to accept for me to do an interview with them. They told me this. I always thought it would be cool as well to be a published author. So at a point in time where I felt the website and its conglomerates has kind of run its course, I self-published all of the blogs and the interviews, and these went on sale on the internet and were picked up by a few bookstores after just a little bit of cold calling. On our team, throughout the whole process was Jeff Winger, who is now the main host of the Managing Expectations podcast. He asked me to sit in on a podcast, and it was so much fun that I decided I want to try doing this. So I ran my, my ideas by Jeff, as well as his co-host, Brian Grimm, and they both were extremely complimentary and encouraged me to do it. So I guess I've decided that I'm a podcaster now, and here we are together. 
I share all of this with you because none of these things were because I had or have any connections or any special skills. And Lord knows it's not because I have or have had the money to promote anything. I just wanted to really badly. And I did it. My message to you today is this. Artistically speaking, you can too. You just have to decide to do it, mean it, and just start. Now, let's put this in perspective. Whether it's monetarily effective or whether you get the recognition that you're searching for shouldn't be part of the equation. You will not stay excited and it will no longer be fun if numbers dictate your desire. They don't hurt, but they can't be your everything. If these things happen, that's great. But if you want to just be an artist, make art and you will be an artist regardless of your notoriety or your bank account. I once heard a story about the management plan for David Bowie when he was a younger artist. This is what happened. His management team in the UK presented the image that he was incredibly successful when he actually wasn't yet. People saw it. They just started to believe that he was super huge and then he became super huge. That's kind of what I've done as well with every artistic endeavor I've ever swung at. I want to be like the band playing their hearts out for the three friends that came to the gig. It's not about the net profit or the amount of cheers. They get to play and they appreciate those three people. If they're doing it to become the next big thing, it's going to be discouraging. But if they just love music and can't believe they get to be a musician, it's satisfying. So your motive is clear. Enjoy the journey, not just whatever destination someone's telling you you're supposed to have with the journey. Psychology Today pulls all of this under the heading of confidence. It says there that confidence is a belief in oneself, the conviction that one has the ability to meet life's challenges and to succeed, and the willingness to act accordingly. Being confident requires a realistic sense of one's capabilities and feeling secure in that knowledge. Projecting confidence helps people to gain credibility, make a strong first impression, deal with pressure, and tackle personal and professional challenges. Guys, I am here to tell you this. None of this, none of this negates the fact that I'm a mess. You can be confident and still have low self-esteem. You can be shy and express yourself artistically, often even better as you're finally releasing you for a change. And that can be impactful. So you can be an introverted person and do all of this. You just have to decide that that's what you are now. Don't ask too many questions and do it. Again, for the skeptics, 
I could tell myself that I'm a runner now and join a marathon and would be in no shape to do so immediately. So yes, sometimes we have to work and some things may not even happen with the work. Let's be realistic. But who decides if you are an artist? On our old website, none of us on the team, essentially as a policy, would give a bad review. If I was sent a demo or a new release and I hated it, I just wouldn't write about it. There's a reason for this. See, my thinking is this. Who am I to decide what is good or bad art? That said, who is anyone else to make that decision? Make art. Enjoy it. Be an artist. Sing. Have fun. You are an artist. If the rest of the world hasn't caught on yet, that's their fault. You may never be a graceful dancer or a magnificent painter, but you can still be a dancer and you can still be a painter. Let's close this way. Keep your priorities straight and don't bury yourselves in overdreaming. But if you want to try something that's a new artistic medium for you, just throw away the cool factor or the educational factor and just do your best. You may stumble on something original or at least something very personal. When you do, I'll tell you this, you already will have one fan as I will be happy to read, hear, or check out your art. After all, you're all kind enough to listen to this podcast, so it's the least I can do. We once again have arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist that I hope you will enjoy as much, if not more, than the podcast itself. We have for you this time around a Refresher podcast. You ready for this? Strategery. I'm the decider playlist. A little pop culture there. I'll let you do the math. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in refresher podcast dash strategery. I'm the decider. Let's get into our 10 songs. Track number one is Begin the Begin by R.E.M. Off their Life's Rich Pageant record. Number two, James Brown with Get Up Off of That Thing. Number three, You Can Make It If You Try by Sly and the Family Stone. Number four is Al Green with the sublime sounding cut called Dream. Beautiful. Number five is Radiohead with Optimistic. Number six is I Want to Be Your Joey Ramone by Slater Kinney. Number seven is the band Captain Beyond with a track called Fantasy. Number eight, the song is called Suns Out by Hoops. Number nine, It's a Fine Day by Opus 3. Kind of a neat side. I, I interviewed the lead singer on that record, Kirsty Hawkshaw. She was really nice. And number 10, Charles Wright and the Watts 103rd Street Rhythm Band with the classic Express Yourself. That is our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast Strategery. I'm the decider. 
hey i wanted to pass something awesome along to you guys out there once again did you know that having a plant around can psychologically be healthy according to psychology today researchers have found that people who surround themselves with plant life and other forms of natural beauty do better emotionally psychologically socially with that i want to tell you about my friends at a great company called leafy what a great idea this is they offer plants to help brighten your atmosphere psychologically and it's not just plant sales here's what they do that's unique they provide a pot that comes with a wick and a reservoir in other words if you're really bad at taking care of plants you don't really have to worry about it with this system it's very easy to care for if you want to buy the plant from them you can if you just want to buy the pot from them you can do that too but the cool thing is this take it with you it can stay with you in your car at work in the cup holder of a backpack it not only creates a nice refreshing atmosphere but can provide psychological benefits as well as a great icebreaker to start a conversation so go and check them out online it's leafy go ahead and listen to the spelling I want to make sure you get it right it's spelled l-e-a-f-v-e and you can find them at leafve.com. Be sure and tell them that Chris and the Refresher Podcast sent you. This show simply would not exist without you. If you could all do me a favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. You also can go check out our website for all things Refresher at refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. This is going to take you to some Refresher gear, as well as all of my books and links to our friends that we talked about today, like our friends at Leafy, also our friends at the Managing Expectations podcast. So check out our website. It's refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by none other than Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast's Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.